seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless soul, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. It's a hopeless soul, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. Yo. Yo, sup? Yo, what's up, dude? Oh, my God. Oh, is, my. Is this the Evan Engram episode, episode 89 of The Hopeless Show? It is. It is a big day. It's a big week. We have a crazy show, as always. But this time, it's... Yeah, we're getting into some stuff that's going to be a little controversial. Because we're a little controversial. And I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. And today's theme, which we remember to do most of the time, is time. Everything will have something related to time. And in what way? You have to listen to find out. But something related to time. And so, Rohit, how's your how's your week been from the bomb shelter? And I think the bomb shelter for you is getting more real than it used to be. Yeah. So, uh, so what's, what's been going on with you? Well, um, with me personally, I've been, you know, working a lot. Um, I've been shooting. Yeah. A lot. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. No one yeah. Cares. So, I've, so yesterday uh, I was able to watch my first NFL live broadcast of the season, which is in week three. Okay. Um, now we care. Which is very sad <laughs> for me. Um, other than that, um, you know, been loving my new phone and I got a beautiful, beautiful, deep purple iphone so that that's good news before i can get to the bad bomb shelter news well could i could i just touch on that phone thing for a second so i right this second this very second i got my new phone my old phone was in you know it was uh it was in disrepair it was not going to work much longer things were like it was spazzing the charger wasn't working it's cracked in 19 different places (laughs) It, it's just, it's been through a war. It went through entire COVID. I got it the month before COVID. I remember. Yeah. I was very excited at that time. And since then it's, yeah, it's been through it all. So I just got the whole new phone thing and I got it set up and this is what I hate. And this relates to time is when you get a new phone, it takes like five hours to get the old phone to become the new phone. And so right now in the middle of the day from I was at the store and I like I don't have the phone for this entire like until the late afternoon. Um, there's no phone. And so I just hate that. Like, you know, can't Tim Apple figure out a way for us to ha- to transfer this phone? So either the one of them is still working. The idea to just not have a phone for a whole day during a work day when a lot's going on is a real big pain in the ass. And actually, I, I'm with you. I've been seeing, I mean, myself, I've been trying to like, oh, you know, get like a different size of the phone, um, at least to like have just a while because I'm, you know, still have unsure if I got the right size. I got the Pro, not the Pro Max. Anyway, long story short, with the eSIM and now no physical e, uh, SIM card slot, places like Best Buy, they won't even sell you the phone unless they activate the service right there and then. That's what happened, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I have work to do. I can't, or, you know, or I just want to hold it, keep it sealed, and then, you know, play with Ina's uh, Pro Max to see if that is the right size for me. Nope, they wouldn't, they canceled my online order. They wouldn't let me pick it up in store. I spent 45 minutes here yesterday. So is that the same thing with you? Yeah, exactly. And it's, I definitely know I don't want the bigger one because holding it, it's just too big. But uh, for me... Um, size does matter, and sometimes it's not the biggest that's the best. Yeah, sometimes and, it's too big and get hurt. Yeah, and it hurt. It hurts my hand, mm-hmm. and so I think the size. It's just this, like this, all of a sudden emptiness in the day where I can't do anything. I can't make any calls. I mean, I have I've made calls from our landline, but like I, it just it's frustrating. So I blame Tim Apple. I blame Steve Jobs' corpse. And I just think that we should, they should do better so that we can have a phone that's working when we need it to work. Even And we're literally paying them money for them to have us not have a phone for a day. Yeah, I, I, can, I can offer no comment further. Um, <laughs> Why for not? For very specific reasons, but 
It's a great device. Once you get it up and going, it's fantastic. And you got the gold, right? The gold, which is like a light gold. It's cool, but I have the cover on it, so you can't see it anyway. But it's a really pretty gold. But I like the gold. I'm yeah. very happy with the gold. And so, but there's something crazier during this bomb shelter that you have. I, I know it's hard to get crazier than an iPhone not working for a day, but I think you have something crazier. Yeah. Um, and I think just, you know, just kind of kick off with, and there's not actually anything we can truly react to here. It's just more news. <laughs> react, react, get it. <laughs> yeah. There's not a nuclear reaction we can make, but uh, Russian state TV um, has been reporting to their Russian public um, to sort of prepare for an imminent nuclear war. Um, well, I have immediate hope for you so we can move on from this. Yeah, I mean, Putin has already said that he's definitely uh, open. No, immediate immediate help. Okay. Is there's many inside sources I've, that I've read, and so I believe what I read, that said that inside the Kremlin, there's soldiers, there's high up, uh, whatever they are, Kremlin knights, that, uh, that will kill Putin if he tries to do it. So they have... Whatever, whoever there is inside there, they don't know. They don't want to see him do this because they know then their life is over. So people within the inn apparently will kill Putin if he tries to uh, set off a nuclear bomb. I mean, that is hopeful. Um, and it's it's all over. Like you can read about it on many sources that it's uh, they have inside sources that say that that's the case. So I believe I feel hope in that that these these people do not want to see the world end. So they're going to stop him by simply killing him before he can do anything. Well, let's hope he didn't read those same sources and provide himself extra protection. Oh yeah. <laughs> but one of those extra protections, I think are the people that would kill him. Yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you something. One other thing before we get into topic one, as we're stuck in this bomb shelter, I did something this weekend that was really cool that I've never done before. Um, I got to go behind the Hollywood Bowl during a concert and watch like from above behind. So it was this like lounge area thing where we could actually see, you could watch from like right above the band kind of and see, I had a good friend at a hookup and I could see the crowd at the bowl dancing to it was the Dave Matthews band with the LA Phil and it was just so cool to see that <laughs> to imagine what it's like to be in a band like that and see all these drones all these like humans that are just moving in the same way and just reacting to the music it made me think that people are stupid because watching 20,000 people just kind of jam together they look pretty dumb, but also it was just cool to see it from that angle, to see the light hit them. It was just, it was cool. So from my bomb shelter at the Hollywood Bowl, I had a, a good old time, time. So if, what do you mean by time. Behind, if, if you're behind the Hollywood Bowl, isn't it just block, isn't it just a giant bowl? No, there's blocking? an area with like a lounge kind of top thing where, where you're in between the screen and the edge of the bowl. And there's a, w a place where you can look out and see everything. Okay, interesting. I didn't even You're probably 10 feet above the stage. Well, I'll be back at the bowl. I was just there for Duran Duran. I'll be back for Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's contemplating. Oh, when's that? The 6th of October. Ooh. Thursday. I, I, oh, I don't think I can go. I love the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's, though. And they have a great new album. First album in nine years. I know. But I don't think I can go. Um... All right, well, let's get into topic one because yeah, we're, yeah. Ram we're rambling right now and we yeah, have a lot yeah, to yeah. cover. Topic one. Ooh, man. Um, it's, I'm seeing a bit of hope mixed with a bit of scariness and kind of a bit of a to catch everybody up um, in case you have been watching or turning on anything recently is are all the protests and unrest in Iran, which stemmed from a woman who was brutally beaten to death for following a recent trend by young Iranian woman uh, who usually have, um, you know, wear a head covering where she had two strands of her hair loosely exposed. Um, yeah. That were hanging in front. And she was uh, brutally beaten to death by officials. 
that Yikes. are charged like morality police. Um, since then, they what that kicked off was so many women in Iran uh, sharing videos of them taking off their burkas in public or their niqabs. I forgot which one, um, but kind of exposing their hair, letting their strands out. Some just you know going full like like nothing on their head. Um, women have been getting attacked and assaulted, but the protests have been picking up and you see this younger generation, even of Iranian men are supporting the women. There's like guys that there was one video of a dude that was stopped on his motorcycle and just opened, got off the motorcycle and open hand slapped a woman that had a couple mm. strands of her hair sticking out. And then you just see like five, six, like younger millennial age dudes or Gen Z dudes just starting to start beating on the guy. Good. Um, and so then the protest, then I saw a later video, it was a huge crowd chasing police away, throwing rocks at them. They've been setting shit on fire, and this is great. However, yeah, what's the hope with all this, all this unrest, Iran has now called, they said that they're going to start executing uh, the protesters. They've <laughs> turned off the internet. Oh, um, really? Yup, and they are tracking everyone's phones and activity and all of that. All the shit that Speaking I of phones, I think yours keeps dinging. So oh, yeah. I don't know how to ding. unding it. Um, let me see. If, oh, focus. Yes. Do not. You know, we're talking about Iran's problems and all these big things. But yeah. really, the biggest problem is the dinging, the, of, the the dinging phone. of the phone. Yes. So the, the long and the short of it is they are doing what other countries do and what civilized, you know, civilized and uncivilized countries do. In terms of controlling speech, controlling the internet, stopping protesters, all for the safety of their people, which is how they're positioning it. Um, nothing different than what we've seen from China and some other countries that are it would be controversial if I mentioned, but um, Canada, all this shit. But regardless, <laughs> Iran has started right. to. Iran and Canada are very right, similar. There was, there was, trust me, there's a lot, a lot of anti protester. Uh, violations of human rights that happened in Canada that people just didn't care about. But this is even worse. They are talking about executing, executing protesters. All right, and I'll give you hope. I'll give you hope. What possible hope could there be? Two, two pieces of hope. One, uh, I watched on 60 Minutes, uh, what's it, Abraham Raisi, the president of Iran, um, was on. And it was very interesting to see the him be interviewed by I forget her name one of the 60 minutes people and it was a woman and she had to dress do all the things to cover up her hair and everything but just watching him speak uh, and talk like I felt like there it was better than it used to be in terms of the I like he at least was open to some of what she said like it wasn't complete and I'm going to get to hope for what you're talking about, but he was at least open to some of what, what she said, where I feel like in the past, there's no way this interview would have even happened. Um, so that just gave me a little hope on the whole Iran situation as a whole going so are you forward. You trust a despot. Just no, 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 there's no, it. there's no trust. It's the fact that he was actually on, like I actually got to watch him talk and listen to a woman interviewing him and talking about topics that uh, that this is before I think he went to the UN talking about topics where I don't think we would have seen that 10 years ago. So that's the first thing. But then I have a second piece of hope. The I don't understand this whole women and hair thing. And I think I, Iranian uh, men and women are fed up with it because what like why wouldn't you want women uh, a female's hair is beautiful like why do they always have to cover it up like wouldn't wouldn't we want to wouldn't most males as you said millennials and gen z want to progress to a place where you can see more of a, a woman's beauty and i think that the old regime just like in a lot of places the old regime is going to end up falling away in time to bring it back to the topic in time it takes time and this is a first step because they want to see that they want to see a woman's hair and their beauty and not have it all hidden up so you can't see anything like maybe what i'm saying is totally wrong and i'm getting canceled again but like i just don't get 
I think that new generations are simply going to want to because it's natural to want to. And they're going to keep fighting because it's ridiculous. And the old regime, you know, Raisi is probably 70. So as new generations take over, they're going to want to change some of these really antiquated ways of just human to human interaction. I mean, I don't know, man. It, you're awfully optimistic for uh, that region of the world. In 1979, you know, until the Cultural Revolution happened, there, the Iranian people were, women could kind of have their hair out. They were, it was really metropolitan. And, and after the Cultural Revolution, you know, when it became a religious clerical rule, they have since become extremely, extremely anti-women. They, I don't see that, they're only getting stronger. They're, they're hold on. There's, there's but are no, they? Look at no all these protesters, are there's they? No, they're pro, they're going to execute you, the protesters. There's, they can't, there's, they can't ed- execute they're, like they're a million people. Like, this is one country that's not going to go on Twitter, but you know what? Our sentiment scores are down. You know, I don't let, agree. Let's see, let's see what the California liberals say. We, I don't like, agree. Us, you know, I we, don't agree. I don't agree. I think you're looking at it and okay, I know okay. what you're reading, but saying they're going to execute all the protesters and doing it. And then the protesters beat up the guy like like that's That's going to be more of the trend. People are going to want the progress. I just I believe that. I don't think that just because they say I'm going to we're going to execute all the protesters doesn't mean they're going to execute all the protesters. People like this say this stuff and it never, it doesn't happen. You, you can't apply Los Angeles morals to a no, completely but different well, I'm, country. I'm applying what you just said. You said that these protesters are beating up the people who are, who are doing it. Yeah, so, but now, now, now the police are going to have full reign to open fire on them. So they're just going to kill all their citizens? No yes. way. No way. They absolutely, uh, dude. This is a country. They just literally last week beat a woman to one, death. One, one woman. You're talking about mass oh, execution dude, of hundreds. For, this was that was a straw that broke the camel's back. So you're saying dude. hundreds of thousands of protesters will be, all be executed? I'm not saying hundreds of thousands, but they are going to. The protesting movement will quelch once you execute enough protesters. Disagree. To further deter. Disagree. Disagree. I think that. Give it time, like our topic says. Our time, maybe 50 years? No, no. I think in a year we'll see a difference. Wait, wait, wait. They've been executing women for... Yes. I mean, where have police uh, been executing women forever? What's going to change in one year? Is, like, protests like, they're like, hey, guys. No. Listen, this is not cool. No. This is woke. No. Just, and then they're like... Then the, no. The no. You're, you're then, go, then doing the, extremes. The like, you know what? You're right. We should start being more woke. According you to you extremist. You're an extremist. You take things to an extreme. <laughs> they they are extremists and they're proud no, of it. That's but you're taking one incident, one moment, one thing, and applying it to everything. That's not what's going to happen. Just because I know it's bad when someone gets executed. That doesn't mean all people. Just like you were saying, California liberals. Everyone here isn't woke. You can't apply one thing to everything. Uh, just because. This happened to some people, which is bad. Doesn't mean protesting is going to stop and these people aren't going to keep fighting for their rights. I believe Pro, that but protesting isn't going to do anything in a region like this. If they got, start beating been, up nine people, people have been killed. Nine, since the, nine. You since, know how many people live in Tehran? Like what? Eleven million in a week of protests. Nine protesters have already been killed. OK, nine. How many protesters were there? Probably thousands upon thousands upon thousands that mean most are still protesting and beating up other people who are telling them to stop with the strands of hair no but i want the okay. i want the listeners to chime okay in. so 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 you're okay so you're saying the religious clerical people that have a stranglehold over culture the government media all of that you're saying due to some protests that they're easily going to be able to squash not they're not easily their minds no i just think that it's again gray area because you're you're as as a, a current extremist, I think you're yeah, there's 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 a there is no gray area when religious fundamentalism is the rule of the law, rule of law over there. I disagree. I think that the protesting gives me hope, and it'll continue. It's not going to stop. People don't stop just because of one person uh, in saying something about killing all protesters. They're not going to stop. They're going to stand by what they this believe is, in. It wasn't one person saying they're going to kill it. This is the government saying they're going to start executing The government. Protesters. What? Yes, but there's the people outnumber the government when they want 
actually are like sick of it once and unlike for all. The, unlike this country, the people don't have guns. No, but they have fists. Yeah, which is really useful against government guns. All right, let's let the audience chime in because yeah, uh, is... I disagree with your extremism. Rohit is an extremist. I disagree with your with your absolute optimism with no reason for optimism. But yeah, let's. Uh, it's... Well, extremism versus optimism. Let's see. Let's see. I want people to chime in with, with who they. <laughs> Look, I am completely pessimistic about the iPhone, but when it comes to Iran, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I mean, dude, the government is literally calling the protesters the soldiers of Israel. Even Muslim protesters in Iran, they're calling them. Now you're bringing Jews into this. Now you're bringing Jews into this. I am. I am because they're even trying to discredit because it's so anti-Semitic there that even they say, oh, hey, you're a protester. You know what? You're a Jewish supporter. And they're like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And oh. So, like, this is what the government is doing. I think that they will have no issue. It was funny when, uh, in the 60 Minutes interview, when uh, the interviewer brought up the Jews and his reaction when she said the word Jews, because he doesn't know English well, but when when he heard the word Jews, his face, it was like, he went, he went like he was going to vomit, like just yeah. the word Jew. And he was like, <laughs> he went to vomit mode. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you say yeah, Jew? I mean, yeah. Oh, how could you say that word? Yeah. I mean, oh. just as a, as a reminder, in 2019, there was uh, there was uh, protests in in uh, Iran uh, over gas prices and they killed 1500 protesters back then. And that was just a few years ago, three years ago. That's fine. I, feel, opt- I feel optimistic. Could have been 15,000. <laughs> yeah, Iran is fucked and they're going to get even more fucked. Uh, all right, let's chi- let's chime in, but now we're going to move into because we have uh we've touched on that was a lighter topic. Now let's get yeah. into what really matters, sports. Ooh, another tough one. Yeah. So, have you been following the Ime Odoka news? And I've just seen Boston the headlines. Celtics head coach who's been suspended for 1 year, Aaron. Yeah. Um, for an improper relationship because he had an affair with a woman in the organization. And and he's apparently married to an actress named Mia Long. Oh, um, I've, I've met her. Yes, she's she's uh, not ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Googled after I kept seeing her name mentioned. I was like, oh, yeah, she's pretty hot. Um, she was Aaron, in like, yeah, the, she was in like a bunch of cool movies. Friday, should, I think. Should the head coach be suspended for a year subsequently loses job because of a consensual affair no and yes so no i think that's really silly and i don't quite agree with it if it's a consensual affair like people do things like that shouldn't affect the job yes because i hate the celtics and so i love seeing them have something bad happen to them so in this case with because it's the celtics absolutely and it gives me a lot of hope because i don't want the celtics to ever be good i don't like that franchise i don't like really any team in that city and uh i mean the red sox yeah we'll get to them in a second but like but i read the celtics are just annoying i said yeah so yeah i'm this gives me hope thank you for this <laughs> but on a serious note though take away your hatred of the celtics i don't even like them either i'm a knicks fan is is this fair no, it's that de- it's definitely not fair. And I think it's everything. Everything gets blanketed these days with incidents like this instead of uh, looking at them as a case by case basis. And if he had an affair, it's personal life. Um, I know there's that corporate rule stuff, but how many people get married who work have worked together and stuff like that? Like, I don't I just don't know. I mean, I know there are lines that are crossed, but if it's consensual, she's not like complaining or feeling like she was attacked or there was a power abuse or anything like who cares? Yeah. It's an apparent, what do you the think? Athletic reported that the team became aware of the relationship all the way back in July, all the way back. So two months ago, and it was only after Udoka made quote unquote unwanted comments toward the women that the team got involved. The team launched a set of internal interviews and after a closed door meeting with their uh, Thursday with team owners, uh, was the decision was made to suspend them. So don't know what those comments were, but well, that's not looking good, but regardless, that's that's a tough way to lose your career. Definitely yeah, I think it's great. Celtics are going down. <laughs> Excellent news. Thank you for that. Let's move on. Right. Well, there's Aaron's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Look, time heals. 
<laughs> and <laughs> that's it. Um, so on to our second sports topic. Um, and I actually didn't even ask for your opinion. There. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just felt so much glee in seeing that franchise have misery. Um, so, but this, I'm curious on your, on your thoughts on this, this part of this topic. Uh, the Red Sox are playing the Yankees right now in a four-game series that's getting national attention because Aaron Judd, well, Red Sox-Yankees always gets attention, right? Mm-hmm. Um, biggest rivalry probably in sports. But it's getting extra attention because the games are being played at Yankee Stadium and Aaron Judge has 60 homers. So he is two away from setting the all-time, he already tied Babe Ruth, and he's two yeah. away from setting the all-time non-steroid record for home runs. And he's having an insane season. The guy's an amazing athlete. He's just gigantic, and it's really cool to watch him play. But the Red Sox have decided they're going to like walk him almost every at-bat and not let him hit a home run against against them. And like basically throw him dirty pitches. They'll swing. He, I think, flew out once, but he struck. He walked like four times yesterday. And it seems like they're going to just walk him all weekend because they don't want the highlight history home run to be that Aaron Judge hit it against the Red Sox. So, Rohit, what are what is your opinion on this? I think it's hilarious. And as much as I'd love to see history, as much as I hate, but I also hate the Yankees. Um, he's going to get it to it anyway. They're not, they, they still, they're still what, uh, 14 games. No, it's 12 games left in the season. Right. Um, uh, yeah, but, but they have three more against the Red Sox where he's going to just walk a lot. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, and get thing, bad pitches to hit that he's going to maybe when, try to hit, but like it won't work when, when you're getting no hit and it's the bottom of the ninth, two outs and you're at bat, are you going to just like take a third strike? Or are you going to try and get a you try and get a hit? You know, I think like in the same way, you don't you don't want that record to happen against you. You don't want to get embarrassed. Um, you don't want to forever be in those highlights. And also, they're your most bitter rival. Why not poke the bear? Um, you are pretty much one or two more losses away from being completely eliminated for the season, and out of playoff contention. Might as well play spoiler. Um, so honestly, so this gives you hope. This gives me hope because it's funny. It's pissing off Yankee fans, um, and he's still going to get to sixty-two. I think he'll beat Matters uh, at sixty-one. He'll get. I think he'll. I think he'll probably go for. But like it is too. I think if if he didn't wasn't getting pitched like this, he could get to. He could get close to seventy, and he's not yeah. going to get that. Yeah, but dude, even when Bonds hit seventy, he was getting walked like crazy. He hit seven despite getting walked in like almost every at bat where they let him. Like, right, but he was also taking the good stuff. Yeah, but that. Can't I mean, he's amazing. He should square. be in the Hall of Fame, but like yeah. that, he was the best. But what Aaron Judge is doing, I mean, we've we've never seen someone do this without um, without being totally roided up, unless he is roided up, which is yeah. which would I mean, also Barry be Bonds funny. Is, yeah, Barry Bonds is the best baseball player since Ted Williams, um, and um, I think that uh, Aaron Judge is not in that category, so that's why I don't care as much. Um, but yeah, but I he's would like amazing. to see the record. He's amazing. He's, he's probably going to win the triple like a, crown also. I know. Fingers crossed because that would be cool. And he seems like a nice enough dude. But I just think this is very funny trolling by the Red Sox and it makes me happy. And wait, I have breaking news. I have breaking news. Are you ready? Oh, no. Did we just hear a chime? Did you just hear a chime? My phone. My phone just rang i went to look at it and it says transfer still going and i have no idea who it is because the number is just random numbers it doesn't say who it is yet so screw iphone screw the tim apple screw steve jobs corpse and uh that pisses me off anyway we I can keep cannot going and will not get behind that sentiment but however i can understand your frustration with the upgrade process happening in the middle of a work day yes it's really annoying so all right well uh, on to topic two. Yes. Because look, we've been we've been going everywhere, and and time is of the essence. <laughs> get it? It's because it's time is our theme. So time is of the uh. So 
that I had a crazy experience this weekend that gave me a bit of hopelessness. Uh, I was at a restaurant, the Belmont restaurant in Los Angeles. I'm sure you've been there. I don't. La Cienega. It's like been there for 15 years. I don't think I have. All right. Rohit's never been there, but a lot of people have. It's uh, I I was sitting at the bar having dinner with a friend. They have like tables and then a bar area. And this guy came up to me and my friend and started talking, which is always nice to have friendly conversation with people. We were actually watching a Yankee game, and I think Aaron Judge hit a home run that day. So we, that was on. I remember that. So um, we're, we're hanging out. This guy comes up, and he starts pretty quickly, like, talking in an interesting manner, but seemed like a normal enough guy. He was chugging red wine, like, really, really going heavy on the red. And I noticed pretty quickly that he had a badge on his left lapel. And so he quickly let us know what that was. He, he like... With, without ever asking about who, what my name is or anything like that, he just started talking about the moon landing and how it never happened. Oh, God. And then, and it, this gets darker and deeper, and so bear with me. So I, he says, and you've got to know, are you ready to hear some stuff? Because I work for Space Force. And so the thing on his left lapel is from is because he works for Space Force, which for those who don't know what it is, is this Trump started this like military organization thing so that we can like fight people in space. And there's a logo for it. It's the least funded, like smallest operation of any of the government funded military type operations. Like there aren't very many people in Space Force. I think nobody takes it seriously. But this guy did. (laughs) And so he started saying how all these reasons about why we didn't land on the moon and there's different proof and here's these books and you should look at these lapel things. So I like going along with people like this. So I asked him like how, okay, cool. So you work at Space Force. So what's that like? And he's like, well, you know, it's we work with the best of the best and we're – you know, we don't we don't have a lot. There's not a lot of us, but I'm working with the top the top astronomers and astronauts and blah, 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 all this stuff. And they we all know. He said, we all know we never landed on the moon. It was just a way for us to take a lead against Russia. The rocket went up and then it circled. And then while it did, they played this video that they filmed on a soundstage in New Mexico or something. And it was fil- blah, blah. It was a lot of stuff. So. I quickly realized I think I, I think I know what side of the of the uh, of the political spectrum this guy is on. And Jeez. and he's very proud of the lapel. Like he's wearing his Space Force lapel to a restaurant bar thing. Then he says, and do you want to hear one other thing? But you have to promise that you won't be upset or offended, but I'm gonna tell you some truth. I said Sure, and I shook his hand. Since I've watched that hand many times. But I shook his hand. And he said, these two words that made me immediately want to run. Sandy Hook. Oh, boy. And he said, look. And he's like, and Alex Jones, I don't know what you think of him, but Alex Jones was onto it. And then they got him, so now he has to say things that aren't, that aren't, uh, that aren't what he believes, but he's like, Sandy Hook was put there by the Obama administration and all these kids did not die. They were put there by the Obama administration so that they could start to have legislation against gun control, uh, for gun control. And he said how this, these families moved there all two years before. They went to the school. Why were there no cameras? He started listing off conspiracy theories about Sandy Hook. I personally knew... A friend's relative was a kid shot at Sandy Hook. So, like, um, I was in New York when that when it happened, and I it would it be it made me feel 
a bunch of things. Nauseous, upset. I knew I wasn't going to say anything to him because that was a waste of time. I felt, how do I get out of this? And it gave me a ton of hopelessness for our society that people like this who have government jobs, even if it's kind of a joke government job, he has a government job in this thing called Space Force that they also made a parody of, a Steve Carell parody TV show about. But it made me feel like hearing him think that these poor families and these kids that died, it didn't happen, made me feel nauseous. And to think that, and he obviously, he thinks Obama was behind all of it and all this stuff. And then hearing on the news like a day or two later that Trump told Sean Hannity that he can declassify documents just by thinking of them. If he thinks it, his brain is so powerful that it's true. And this guy obviously is a big Trump conspiracy theorist, whatever, and he works for the government. Rowett, this whole thing gave me so much feelings of ho so many feelings of hopelessness in our society. I need lots of help because it's been very disturbing to think about. And then hearing this Trump stuff about it, you can just think it and it's true. I'm, and this guy follows this guy. Uh, uh, help. All right. Well, that was a lot. Um, I know I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think first off, I'm skeptical on this guy if he actually works for Space Force because most people he had the thing yeah it was real you can buy it on eBay oh. <laughs> uh, or Amazon you can buy the pins he looked uh, the part he did look the part it's so the, it could be uh, but you know there's there's a lot of stolen valor people trying to kind of like yeah you know, I don't know how much valor there's Space Force but yes ob objectively the idea of Space Force is because as we expand out of our planetary uh, air space. Um, there are going to be conflicts that we're going to be having with other countries in terms of control over, like, you know, space space, um, over the moon. Honestly, these are legitimate things that we need to think ahead of. I get that. Um, however, yeah, it's it's not really well funded. Um, but I'm, I just don't know how they could hire somebody that would actually believe these things or even talk about. These and he things. said lots of the people there do. Then that, I think that this guy's full of shit. I don't think he worked there. So I think that that's rings about he's just a lunatic that's trying to gain credibility by saying he works for Space Force. Because if he if he put on, he says he works for the Army, or if he says he worked for the Air he Force. Did. He did. He used to. He used to work for an Army. He fought. He was he's probably in the 60s. Like, all of it. I mean, it, and it, it's not like, it's not like he wasn't saying, like, he was a well-versed person who the verses that he said were lunacy. But he was not, this was no idiot. He's an idiot, but he's not an idiot, if that makes sense. It makes sense. That makes sense. Well. I need hope. I need hope. I mean, the hope that you can bring to that is you have somebody that's representing the government, right? Doesn't matter a thing. And if you hate the government like I hate the government. Oh, no. Because I just want to go on the, the record here. Once again, I hate the government and I'm anti-government. Um, and I always will hate the government. And I hope, government, I hope you're listening. If you're listening, fuck you. Um, is that um, he will continue to try and discredit the government and its agencies, which to me is a blessing. Because, again, fuck the government. And so, oh, but this yes, that's give hope, me hope I can get. I mean, yeah. But you should have hope for my hope. because. Okay. You know what we sometimes sometimes clowns don't wear makeup and generally if you were related to the government you're a <laughs> fucking clown and so at least he's he's kind of going mask off or maybe mask on you know clown mask on so it's just you know we can unearth he's just the beginning of unearthing of all the clowns uh okay i mean okay also fuck the government okay uh <laughs> uh Maybe just here uh, in time, I'll get over this, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on to our great segment called guess the BTS, our favorite K-pop band. We didn't know much about them a bunch of years later doing this pod. We have learned a lot more about them, but they broke up. <laughs> we were crushed. Yeah, we uh, almost went to see their concert, but didn't. And 
Uh, can you guess the BTS? Can you guess what the B- what BTS has been up to this week? Okay. Um, it seems like even though they broke up, they can't stay out of the news cycle. Um, no, every day. I'm going to guess what happened this week was one of the BTS members harassed somebody publicly, and it's now... A big issue okay that's a great guess that would be interesting it's totally wrong once again as Fuck. as you usually are but i like that guess um what they did is two of the members of bts crush and j-hope released a song together called rush hour that's a jam so they released this song it became big immediately like a day ago and i listened to it and it's really good like yeah. like really good one sec i'm just gonna play a little chord of it that's what they did and i just i like let me get to the court if can you So, could you hear that? I, I, I'm going to have to listen to it, um, not through your computer speakers, sent over the internet on a mic. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give it a listen after this. I mean, I, I think it's a jam. Anywhere, I think we're getting into even better BTS now that they're like doing these solo kind of collabs. I think it's going to get even better. Right, it's kind of like the Beatles, you know, how some of their solo projects were jams. We're j- um, exactly. I think we're yeah. I think we're into a new era of BTS. So I am excited. Um, my phone keeps ringing, and I don't know who it is. I hate this iPhone thing. I hate it. I am so sick of this iPhone thing, and it's now ringing. And I always have my ring on vibrate, so I don't have to hear it. And it's ringing, and I don't know what to do, and I can't turn it off. I am pissed, and I can't pick up the thing because then it'll. You can just hit the little switch, but then it'll stop. But that, no, I can't because it'll stop the transfer, no? no? No, no, no. That's just the audio. That's just the audio switch. Okay. There we go. I hit the switch. I hate this phone already. This phone is so annoying. I hate it. I hate this new phone. All right. Hope in 60 seconds. Uh, yes. We have two crazy ones. Yeah. Oh, let me start the timer. Stupid iPhone. Tim Apple. Crook. And go. All right, Matt Gates, esteemed congressman from uh, I forget where, but he's uh, where is Florida. He? Florida, I think. Yeah, he's, exactly. Yep. Um, he uh, prosecutors have told the Department of Justice that they don't have enough to charge him for his sex trafficking, and I just feel hopeless because I feel if it wasn't uh, Congressman, and this is where the government, I, I do hate this part of it, that these government officials can get away with so much, um, that he's not going to get charged for sex trafficking. And he's going to stay in power. This absolute, I mean, he is, in terms of punchable faces, he has the number one most punchable face, I think, in existence. And I hate him. I think this guy is a disgust. I think he is dirt. I think he is trash. I think he deserves only the worst. He should be behind bars and be dropping soap and get everything that he deserves from that. So hope. Okay, we'll use the entire 60 seconds. Um, Sorry, I ranted. I I ranted. I ranted. um, You get another 20 seconds. That means that they probably have no evidence. They have evidence, just not enough. That that means if they don't have enough evidence to take at the trial, that means he likely no, he did it. Do anything. He did it. But how they, do you know that? I know. If, they, if, if the, all the that that's the problem. It's it's. If, no, I know. As much as you know, I do if know. you're happy about a Celtics coach getting suspended for a year, if you're happy <laughs> about this, even like it, it's it's you gotta remember the sword that you forged today will be at your neck tomorrow. You have to whether it's your, whether I know he sucks and he's a political enemy, but you don't want someone put on trial for something that they may have not done. If the prosecutors say that they didn't find it, cool. That doesn't mean they definitely didn't happen, but I wouldn't celebrate someone not going to trial if there's no evidence. Yeah. Uh, uh. I'd rather uphold the law and let scumbags that are just scumbags 
not be found in something that they didn't do. Because he's a fucking scumbag. Oh, he's so scum. He sucks. But, like, you don't want somebody going in for child rape if they didn't fucking do that. But he did. Okay. Uh, fine. You don't know that. That's a thing. I was there. Get, get, yeah, get him on. Yeah. I was one of the children. I was the child. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. All Next right, my one. turn. Yeah. All right. So we've all seen the videos, and, and it's honestly, it's sad that they're happening more often. Our president, it doesn't know what side to exit the stage. He's mumbling during interviews, just shaking people's hands three times that they've already shake. Like, this stuff's happening. And I'm actually much more sad at the downfall, the the likely onset dementia of Joe Biden. However, it makes me sad, but what I'm seeing online recently with all the jokes, the memes, and the kind of the cruelty over something really, really serious, is actually make, I think this is an area for compassion and kind of understanding, but this is, it's really, I don't know, I'm pretty uncomfortable with it. Okay, I mean, I, I, I disagree. Joe Biden was also did this 60 Minutes interview, so I watched 30 minutes of him. And to say, if he has dementia, then I have, like, dementia times 10. The stuff that he was just rattling off and the, the knowledge he has of everything that's going on, the thing he has is a stutter. And I'm guessing with age, you know, the stutter, it's just, it's more apparent. Um, I've been on a stage and done that thing he did where I've gone to shake hands and then I turn in, to another direction and shake an empty hand because you just forget who you sh- whose hand you there's shook. I've done that. No, I do- at least four or five videos. He just has no idea what he's doing walking off stage. Like you've even heard some of his speeches. He's just mumbling and saying, no, that's that the stutter. I, I don't it's, think I do not think he has dementia. And I think he is uh, overall doing a good job. And I don't agree with that. So I hate dementia. So to, for your hope in 60, I think that no matter what, no matter what people think about anyone, dementia jokes are not funny. Agreed. Like Agreed. that is just not and- a funny thing to joke about. And, uh, and I don't think he has dementia anyway, but like, but yes, dementia jokes, he does have a stutter, um, but dementia jokes, don't do them. They're bad. Stop them. If you do them, guess what? You're probably going to have dementia someday. And then someone's going to be making fun of you and you're going to get what you deserve. Yeah. As the average life expectancy increases, you know, we are encountering more issues with the brain and with the body than we have in prior decades. And we are seeing, you know, more cases of Alzheimer's and dementia. They're not the same thing. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I personally do think he does have dementia, and I still think he's a good person. I don't know if he's a good president. I don't think any presidents have been good presidents since, like, decades. Um, But uh, It's very negative of you. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely negative, but I'm a realist. Um, But I do think that, you know, (laughs) I can show you, I don't know, at least seven videos of him just being completely, like, disoriented, not knowing where to exit stage, all this kind of stuff, even just him during speech. I think he has it, but that's besides the point. I think we need to show compassion for someone that we did elect to be the leader of our country. And he's a leader of the free world. And yeah, he's, I think he's going through it right now. And I really think that it was a good time for people to at least be, you know, compassionate. And it's, it just sucks that the jokes are kind of starting to pile up a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really totally agree with you, but I do think dementia jokes are very bad. And uh, actually, to end our show, our submission, our submission, Rohit, I feel like yeah. we haven't given that much hope to each other today, which I like. No, not at all. Um, look, we do our best. Audience, thank you for listening. We do our best. Here's a submission from William Wendendorf from Florida. He wrote, Aaron Wolf, with the wind chill, hurricanes blow cool air, Lion Biden blows hot air, Kamala just blows. Talk to me. So I'm not going to talk to William Wendendorf Rohit. And William, thank you for the kind submission. Uh, Obviously, you've uh, listened to some of my comments and don't agree. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, Roy, how would you like to address William Wendendorf about Lion Biden blowing hot air, about Kamala just blowing, and how he wants us to talk to him? Well, first of all, thank you for spreading a submission that rhymed. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's technically iambi- iambic pentameter, but if it was, good job on your iambic pentameter. Um, uh, I also appreciate, you know, you being unafraid. Like, remember, if they're an elected official, they're a piece of shit. Um, so... Yeah, I'm, I don't mind you uh, talking shit on them. 
um, and I continue. I we encourage. That's all I'll say is you're not going to see any pushback from me. But you just said me. wait before you finish uh, answering William Wendendorf's very kind and and considerate uh, submission. You just said you think Joe Biden is a good person. So keep going. He's a good person. He's a good person as a general person, as a politician, because he's a politician. His good personhood can only go so far. Um, and also, I my whole point was do not attack someone based on their disability or their condition that they have no control over. That's not fair and that's not right. Attack them over their policies and... I think there's a lot of room to attack every president that we've had over the policies and continue doing that and continue making it rhyme. All right. Well, William Wendendorf, I hope we, I hope we gave you some hope with your really kind, kind and considerate and generous submission. We love our submissions. We love everyone who listens and submits and gives us these really good anecdotes or questions. And so thank you for submitting. And, you know, with that, I have one bit of hope, Rohit, hope fulfilled. What do you got? My iPhone is done transferring all the stuff over. So after this, I get to actually use it. Dude, that's amazing. So this is the first time. I think this is the record in 89 episodes that we have had someone uh, a hopeless situation at the beginning and have already been hope fulfilled by the end of the episode. That's same issue. This is a monumentous occasion. This is unheard of. In podcasting, in radio, in television, to have the problem, as you said, brought up at the beginning of a show and answered in real time. The hope happened while you were listening. Look, we try to be, we're, we're trendsetters. We're groundbreakers. We are people who aim for forward progress in the medium of podcasting. And here we have today, we have brought it to you with the iPhone now working. <laughs> Woo! Wow. Welcome, Aaron. Welcome to Dynamic Island. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's really cool when you once you get it going, you'll see like this this pill at the top. I Ooh. can't see my own screen, but yeah, it's it'll it, that grows and shrinks and expands with your apps. You can tap through it, interact with it. Um, you know what else grows and shrinks when you tap? <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, I uh, I sea urchin. Oh, right, 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 right. That that seems to make sense. <laughs> yeah. But we are hoping that you felt a little bit more hope, even though we may not have brought each other much hope. No. There is hope in the fact that we can discuss it openly and have a great time doing so. <laughs> and until next and time. Until next time, stay hopeful. Hope is dope. Stay hopeful. Follow us on the socials. And uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for your submissions. And keep smoking that hope pipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.